praise the Lord. And you are listening to True Bible Mission for Jesus Church, located at 6010 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the pastor is Elaine Allen. Time. Yes, praise the Lord. It's chat time again. This week we will continue our discussion of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So last week we were talking about um, can a saint have weak faith and what would be the causes of the weak faith? And I guess what we sort of concluded was that you can have um, I mean, if you are weak in faith, I mean, it's it's possible that you can be, but the Lord weary. But, you can be, be weary, weary, but the Lord rebukes a person who's weak in faith because it's for a saint, I'm saying, because it, there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse to doubt God. There's no excuse to not cling to the Lord. You might be weary, but there's no excuse to doubt the Lord. So we ended last week's program. Uh, talking about um, someone from Hillsong. Yes, Marty Sampson. And he was saying that his faith was on shaky ground. Hmm. And how he was saying how, 
you know, doesn't anybody ponder on these things that, that, like cancer and diseases and sicknesses? And still him pondering. Anybody, has he think gone, about those things? Even if he thought about or them, Christians do they think about them? Not things? like that. If he's if he's that concerned, then he should turn down his plate. I, I I don't know who he is or what he looks like or whatever, but he should turn down his plate, go before the Lord, humble himself before the Lord. And consecrate and fast and go before God and inquire of him. Yes, he, Mr. Sampson told the Christian post that he is searching for the truth and he still listened to the leaders of faith. This is what he said. I have and continue to analyze the arguments of prominent Christian apologists and biblical scholars and am open-minded enough to consider the arguments of atheists, debaters, and debaters from other religions. He continued, If the truth is true, it will remain so regardless of my understanding of it. If I search it out, surely it will become even more clearly seen as the truth that it is. Examining a diamond more closer reveals the quality of the diamond. As I am still breathing, I am still learning. This is true, I know. But you you have. But if a person is 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 weak in, in the faith, then it's it's something that has to be built up because it says basically that even if a person is weak in faith, we receive them, but not unto doubtful uh, disputation. You just because you recognize that the person doesn't have the understanding the way they're supposed to. So the other thing I was thinking about is being weak in faith is that the same as a, uh, a saint who's on milk and not eating meat? You, true, right, yes. Because you your your faith isn't uh, And that's mostly for like baby saints where you just first come to the Lord and as you right. learn and as you, you grow, grow through your maturity. Your tests and your trials, you get stronger. You're supposed to. So, so your past, <laughs> some your, of them are very hard. I know, but once you get through them, it strengthens a person. So that your your past experiences are supposed to help you in your with your present confidence. And he said, and uh, he said that this was in Romans. It's in the fourth chapter. And when he told them, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, when he was talking, I guess, to uh, Abraham, he said, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were, who against hope, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. God has this thing about when people talk about faith, but they talk about it in the sense of weakness. Because the person's faith back then was counted for righteousness. Our faith leads us today to righteousness. And so, you're not supposed to be weak as unto the Lord. You're supposed to have that trust in God. That's supposed to be a quality, a childlike quality that all saints are supposed to have. So when I was listening to you talk about um, what's Marty it? Sampson, yes, and about his, you know, thinking about cancer and sickness and disease and all that other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the thought crossed my mind that, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, we're always going to have that with us, mm-hmm. and it comes from sin, 
as a result of sin. I mean, some cancers, you know, people refuse to quit smoking or do drugs or, you know, there are things that they do to put things in their body that will cause their body to be weak and end up with some kind of a disease, heart problems or whatever. But on the other hand, I was just thinking how I think through the sickness and the disease and the affliction, there's a way for God to get the glory out of it. I remember hearing a story. And, and, you know, if you listen to Joel Osteen, he'll talk about his mother, Dodie Osteen, who had cancer of the liver, and she was sent home to die. And she was nothing but like maybe 86 some pounds Mm -hmm. and her husband John Osteen took her home and then they got on their knees when they got home and then they prayed and then they prayed as a family and then she got scriptures that she read several times a day about what God's word said about healing and uh, slowly the Lord started to bless her and heal her. And that was maybe 30-some years ago. Maybe I got the dates wrong, but it was a long time ago. So when the Lord heals, I think that's an opportunity for the Lord to get glory out of... To get the glory, even if a person isn't healed, they still give God the glory. It's, It's... your your what he's describing this particular individual uh, the type of weakness that he's describing god forbids it now this where he says him that is weak this is romans in the 14th chapter starting at the first verse him that is weak in the faith receive ye but not to doubtful disputations for one believes that he may eat all things another who is weak in the faith eats herbs it's not doubting god it's doubting certain uh, rituals or practices probably within the church or within the community. But what this individual is talking about, he's questioning the Lord. And the, and the Lord forbids that. That's not what we do. We trust in God with all our heart. Just because you don't understand something, when you see things taking place, that shouldn't weaken your faith in God. You might not understand. So the Lord says, when you get to those points in your life, you ask Him for understanding. You seek him for the understanding. You don't get weak in your faith towards the Lord. And if he's that concerned, then he needs to consecrate himself. He needs to go before God. Well, we weren't only talking about uh, Mr. Samson. We were talking about this per, um, this song that says, When your spirit gets too weak, a mm-hmm. uh, song by plus one. So... Yeah, you, when your spirit gets that weak, when I'm, and the only thing I think of when I say, well, what happens when a person's spirit gets weak? What, their commitment towards the Lord? Their their faithfulness? Their loyalty? What's getting weak? What does it mean by when your spirit gets too weak? See, when people use, use those type of expressions, I want to know, well, what do you define as your spirit? Give me an example of your spirit getting too weak. And you mean that, like, I've heard people, which has become like a, 
I like a favorite line to say, and they say it as if it has spiritual significance, like it's something good. I'm all churched out, or I've had too much church. <laughs> I, I, and I'm thinking, you are so silly, because church is to give God the praise. And if what that means is that you have become uh, disillusioned with praising God, with uh, assembling with, with, the, with the saints. I'm talking about uh, going to a place where you know the people are living right. I'm not talking about being hypocrites. I'm talking about people who love the Lord. And so this type of weakness that this song and this individual is talking about is their trust in God. And that should not be when it comes to saints. Is there, so there is a difference between being weary Mm -hmm. and weak. Yes. And there's a difference between being weak when it comes to knowing that you're free. That you have the authority to do all things. It's just that you don't do those things that you know would cause your brother to offend. See, some people do things and their conscience won't allow them to. So he says, you don't do things, some things for your conscience sake. Because of your limitations. That's different. That's not you looking to God and saying, Lord, why do you allow cancer to exist? Therefore, I don't know if I can serve you. (laughs) See, that's crazy. That's doubting who the Lord is. That's like a child trying to chastise their parent. That's like the thistle talking to the cedar tree. You know, that's like kicking against the prick. It doesn't make any sense. You don't have the, the knowledge, the wherewithal to challenge God like that. But basically, that's what he's saying. So when a person says, um, and I've heard this, I mean, I, I guess I never heard it until I'm, I was I was working, and somebody said that they were just all churched out. And um, I didn't know what that meant. You know, I it was is that when their heart never was in it in the first place? I, I guess so, or if it was. You only it? did it because you were, I mean, because I think this individual was married, and then I don't know if they were divorced or if the spouse died or whatever. I can't remember, but... I mean, were you only doing it because you were with an individual? A lot of them do. And then if, if that doesn't work out, then, then they leave. You know, they leave, not just the church, they leave the Lord. They leave, they leave the whole uh, life, they leave salvation behind them. You know, and, there, and there's some people, because they, they can't bring themselves, I think, to go to God and just humble themselves and endure and to go through it. Like, the, like this one couple, young couple, she wanted to stay in her hometown. He accepted a position in a different state to be over the youth ministry. And so he moved his family, even though he knew that his wife didn't want to go. And he headed the youth ministry. And they're not together today, you know, because it did something. It's, it's like, you know, there was no communication as to what should or should be done. He, he just decided that's what he wanted, and he just moved the whole family and moved to a place where she knew no one. And she felt isolated. But she not only ended up leaving him, but she left the Lord and the church and everything else. That's backwards. That means then, to me, a person was only staying because of somebody else. Hmm. Interesting. Well, anyway, so... In my mind, that you can only have weak faith is if you don't continue, you know, like the... Or, or you lack an understanding. 
continue in the word. You know, if you abide in me and my word abides in you. Then you have the type continue. of weak faith that these, that son and that gentleman were expressing. But if you don't have an understanding, you have the type of weak faith where uh, Paul said, you know, there's only one God. So if you see the meat and they've offered it unto idols, you know, that doesn't mean anything. But if you have weak faith, you might look at it as, as something that has actually been offered up unto a God, and therefore you can't eat it. That's why Paul said, for your conscience sake, don't even ask where it comes from. Just bless it and eat it. That type of weak faith, you can understand. He said, but not unto doubtful disputation. Not the person get up and asking, why are we eating this? You know, you, know, you said that, and I, I say this to someone all the time, just bless your food and eat it. Right. You know, and I subscribe... I get emails from the FDA with all these recalls. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and I, this one particular recall was on basil, how <laughs> don't buy any basil that mm-hmm. came from Mexico because it's got salmonella or whatever. And I was telling this person that. And I said, I, I told the individual, don't, don't get any basil. I mean, get the dried basil, but don't get any fresh basil. And the person said, I thought you said all you have to do is bless your food and eat it. (laughs) I said, yes, you have to bless your food and eat it. But if you knew that it's bad and it's going to make you sick, then I wouldn't (laughs) eat it. I wouldn't buy it and eat it on purpose and then just bless it because... I just don't think that's wisdom. No, right. It's a why tempt the Lord. But if you if there's no other choice, then you say, well, we're going to bless this and we're going to eat it because this is all we have that's set before us. You know? But uh, like when the Lord gives you the knowledge of something, then you use wisdom. You use spiritual common sense, I call it. Not, not worldly, man-made. You know, the Lord gives us understanding. So anyway, weak faith is when you just let your faith go. Just like, I mean... Or lack the understanding. You have to you have to grow to understand. And so so he knows. And some people have a hard time. Right, because there's some people like you can go to some places, and you can't wear the color red. See, these are people who are weak in faith. Those who are strong in faith know that there's nothing wrong with the color red, but they actually feel like you're committing some type of a, a sin. And if you're around them, you wouldn't be able to do that. You wouldn't be able to wear these bright colors because you don't want to cause them to offend. You don't want them to try to mimic you with a guilty conscience and then lose out. So that type of weakness in faith, I can understand. But the weakness in faith where you begin to question the Lord and then doubt your salvation because you can't understand why God doesn't do something or how God could allow something, then you're in trouble. That's somebody who has stepped out of their Position. That's somebody who has taken on a role that's beyond them. That's somebody who's questioning God. I, there are a lot of things I don't understand. Many Mm -hmm. things. And when I pray sometimes, you know, I just say, I I don't understand. I just don't understand why this is happening. Or I don't understand why this person is the way they are. I don't understand. I just don't understand. And then I stop myself and then I say, but I thank you. 
Lord, because I know you understand. I know right. you know everything. I know you know their heart. You know why all this is happening. You understand why you, there's a reason for it. You have, and I'm going to just say thank you. Right. I'm going to just thank you for it. You know, I don't, I don't even, because that's too complicated. That's putting... I mean, why is it, why work. should it, right, it's like carrying something that you don't need that to you, carry. And you can't carry it. You can't bear that burden. Yes, I, I was talking to, to all church style phrase. It was, it was a popular, it was popularized with a Tamla man, take me to the king. Mm-hmm. This is her lyrics. She said, take me to the king. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. It's my offering. Take me to the king. Truth is, I'm tired. Options are few. I'm trying to pray, but where are you? I'm all churched out. Okay, now, this part where she says, where are you? Scripturally, the Lord says, that is a sin. To question God and ask him, where is he? That's like your biggest, uh, one of your biggest examples of doubting who God is. Because you must first believe. That God is. You have to know that regardless of what you're going through, God is ever present, ever powerful. He He knows, He sees, He's undertaking. So the Lord said, those people who ask, "Where is He?" I I, I know somebody else who did that too, and it, it's a sin in the eyes of God for a person to question, "Where is He?" With that type of spirit, as if he's lacking, as if he has failed to show, as if he has to justify himself to us. But how do you how do you uh, connect all churched out with where are you? I mean, what does that have to do with stopping church if you don't have the understanding? I I don't. But they're saying I'm all it's, church out. Forget it. I'm, I give up. It's not my no. fault. It's God's fault. Where is the Lord? I'm all churched out. People are talking about the Lord, but I don't see it. As if the fact that they don't see it means that it has to be something wrong with the other person, not them. It's just like, I'm not blind. I know Somebody turned the lights out in the room. It's not like I don't have vision. Somebody turned the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. Well, anyway... So it, it's not good to have weak faith. If you have weak faith, a uh, solution is to ask the Lord, why? Why am I so weak in my faith? Is there is there something? Or if they might not even I, recognize it. Somebody who is strong in the faith would probably have to guide them and tell them that's weakness. But you don't stop going to church. No, you, you don't, don't stop don't. praising the Lord. And if you and if you are weak in faith, where where you get caught up in all of these man made rules, because you're weak in the faith, somebody who is uh, a strong has to help and pray, not encourage you to just go ahead and do these things because there's nothing wrong with them. Because the person who's strong in faith, they know this. Like Paul said, we have so much freedom in the Lord. We have we have the authority over over so much. And he's saying, but you can't use that freedom and that knowledge to the point where you know somebody who has not come to that understanding. They haven't reached that level yet. You can't cause them to fall because they're weak in faith. Now, that's the only type of weakness in faith that I can see where the Lord will tell you, you have to bear the affirmities of the weak, the weak-minded. There are saints who are weak-minded. There are saints who, you know, they can't come out strong and talk, 
boldness and, and faith. They look at you and say, you, you got sideburns, that's a sin. <laughs> and you say, no, it's not. You know, mm-hmm. you, a man, he's got long hair, that's a sin. You know, they're weak in faith. And so you can't say, well, you just grow your hair long. It doesn't matter. You can't tell that person that because if they did it, they would think they were sinning. They have to grow in faith. That's different from a person who's doubting God himself. That person has to go back and humble themselves and go back before the Lord. Does that happen? That is that with everything? I mean, you said that if long sideburns is a sin to somebody, mm-hmm. and they don't ever learn and get an understanding, and they never wear long sideburns. Right. Does the Lord hold that against no. them? No. He'll hold it against the person who comes in with long sideburns knowing that that person thinks it's a sin. No, that's a weakness. But you, but the person who's strong... I mean, it's a weakness in... In that individual. Say, like me. A weakness in me. You know, if I feel like long sideburns right. is, is a sin. Right. And it'll be a weakness in that person. And so a person who is strong, like the Lord has said everything, the person who is strong has to do... The, the bearing that has to have more responsibility and you have people say all the time why do I have to and they feel like why should they because God says so because if you have the strength then you are obligated to bear the infirmities of the weak you're obligated to do it because you're stronger and so when you realize that a person is weak in faith then when you're around them, you talk faith, not trying to talk to into doing something they think is wrong. You talk about faith, about how God can, how the Lord will provide, ask the Lord for understanding, ask him for wisdom, that the Lord will grant you revelation, that the Lord will give you an understanding. That's what you begin to tell them. You begin to talk like the Lord can elevate you. You know, the Lord can take you from point A to point Z. You just trust in him. That's what you do for a person who's weak in the faith towards the things that make them doubt as far as their salvation when it comes to rituals, not weak in the faith when it comes to questioning God. The person who's weak in the faith to the point where he's questioning the Lord, you tell them, you go and you ask the Lord. You humble yourself before the Lord because if you feel God owes you an answer, then you consecrate yourself because I can't give you this. You won't be satisfied with anything I tell you anyway. You have to go before the Lord himself, and you have to humble yourself. There are people who will be angry. They go to God like uh, uh, Hannah did in the bitterness of their spirit. And so when they're asking God something, they're not asking out of faith and humbling themselves. They're asking in bitterness and anger as if God owes them an answer. I never got that impression when I was reading that. About Hannah. Right. I mean, because I always, I mean, when I read it, it's like she's crying. I had to read it several times before I actually saw the word bitter mm-hmm. in her, bitter in her heart. Or so, that's how, so that's how she soul. prayed, and the Lord didn't answer. Because that's how she was praying all those years. And I didn't take it as, as something bad because the Lord blessed her. Not because of her prayer, but because... Eli said the Lord granted. So even though the Lord was upset with Eli for allowing his sons to mess up, his position as being a high priest held weight. So when he looked at her and said, the Lord grant your petition, because he had made the mistake of thinking she was drunk, 
So he said in conversation, the Lord grants your petition, God granted it. And I guess when I was looking at it, uh, reading that scripture, I always, I could identify with uh, her being, wanting a child so bad. You know, right. you, you want, not that I ever prayed for a child, but... I, you know, other things. You pray mm. for other things, and you want it so bad. Which is good. That, um, but the one is so bad that you get angry because you haven't got it. I guess it. I never, I never took it as her being angry. Yeah, she was bitter. She was actually bitter. It was almost like she was saying, Lord, it's your fault because you're God, and I'm asking for a child, and I've asked all these years every year, and I don't have one yet. So when she got on her knees to pray, she was irritated and angry and the Lord didn't grant it but when Eli said the Lord grant your petition the Lord hearkened unto Eli and he granted it sometimes I wonder after she had all those kids she said Lord what in the world was I thinking of (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I don't know but she didn't really have the I mean she had the first one but she gave the first one up right to the church you know so she really didn't have that full um, she had effect of having children. Afterwards, she did. She gave up Samuel. I know she, afterwards, yeah. but the very first one. So, yeah. she so she went and had some more. So I said, "Oh my goodness!" No, <laughs> nowadays I think women would say that, you know, because there's so much out there in the world. You know, they just kids just, and, and they're so easily influenced by the world and and their peers and. Right, you know, and it's hard to bring up a child. Right, because in unless this day and unless age. you can just bring them up in a community where people are with one accord. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to continue next week. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Second Corinthians chapter one, verses three and four. Blessed be God, even the Father of Lord. Even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Now, ain't God all right? God, God is, is all right. right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was. What happens to the memory of the just? And the answer is, it gets blessed. And you can find the answer in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 7, which reads, The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. This week's food for thought is, Name six things that the Lord hates. Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.